Well, uh, good evening, everybody, and thank you for staying with us here on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabiso Musia. Katleko Mudiba is here producing the show, as well as uh, Patrick Munana, who is in technical with us this evening. And uh, we've opened with the clip uh, from that fight that took place this past weekend, and uh, that was the fight between uh, Devin Haney as well as George Cambosos uh, Jr. Uh, Devin Haney going to Australia to become the undisputed lightweight champion. He now holds the WBA, IBF, WBC, as uh, uh, and uh, the I. WBO uh, titles, of course, as well as the ring. He's also the ring champion after he clinically defeated George Cambosos Jr. I think there is no doubt about that result. It was a workmanlike performance from Devin Haney, what we've come to expect from him. And I guess that's why he does not get the respect that he deserves, probably because he's not a flashy boxer. He's not a fancy boxer. Um, he just gets the job done. And you can see he comes from the school of boxing. And, uh, and maybe now that he has unified the titles here in the lightweight division, he will finally get the respects that he deserves with 28 fights, 28 wins and 15 by knockout. And he is the youngest undisputed champion in this division uh, at just at the age of uh, 24 uh, 23, rather, Devin Hahn. And you remember in 2019, he fought our very own Kolisani Unomeva Ndongeni in the US. And we're going to look back at that fight later on. But it is a sad day for South African sport. It is a, a Black Wednesday. It's a sad day for South African boxing. It's a sad day for boxing around the world uh, because today it was confirmed that boxer Simiso Butelezi did not recover from his injuries after he was um, in a coma in hospital since Sunday following an incident during a fight in East London um, against a Spesitle Mdungwa. And we covered that here on SAFM and I'm sure some of you would have seen the video of that bizarre incident where Simiso Butelezi just started shadow boxing and just fighting an imagine, imaginary opponent um, in the last round when he was clearly ahead um, on points according to all those who were there and who watched the fight. He was comfortably winning. Um, he was about to be crowned the champion and then something bizarre, one of the most bizarre things we've seen in boxing happened as he just started moving away from his opponent and just started uh, chasing shadows and, and boxing an imaginary opponent as I said and started punching in the air. He was rushed to hospital and sadly today Boxing South Africa has confirmed that he did not make it. So we will speak to Boxing South Africa shortly. Um, we will also speak to Spesitle Mtungwa who fought against Miso Butelezi and find out how he feels and we'll also bring in a medical doctor uh, just to talk more about this incident and what could have happened here. Uh, Boxing South Africa did release a statement and they gave more detail but they are still investigating and uh, when the investigation or the inquiry is, is, is completed then they will come back to us and, and, and tell us what their medical review has found could have been the cause but it's really sad and we'd like to send our condolences here to the family of Miso Butelezi. He just graduated graduated from Unizulu in Zoology and Botany and I know that he was told to bring his graduation gown to the tournament so that he can wait after the fight and show people that boxing and education can go together because there is a stereotyped uh, boxing stereotyped that maybe boxers are not educated and he's not one of those is a Simiso Butelezi and uh, that's why he was told to bring his gown then but sadly this is how it's had to end and this is not what we like to see in the sport of boxing so we're going to speak to Boxing South Africa you're welcome to send us your voice notes on 0614104107 or call us on 0117142006 if you have any questions or any comments as we um, just try to find out more and understand more about what happened here. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. 
Kane. We are joined on the line firstly by the CEO of Boxing South Africa, Mr. Eric Sitolo, who was actually in KZN uh, ringside for this uh, fight and for this tournament. Uh, good evening, CEO, and thanks for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM under these circumstances. Good evening, Tabitha. Yeah. F- um, firstly, I know you've been in touch with the family. How are they doing during this difficult time? Tabitha, uh, you see, when it comes to this situation, sometimes you can uh, see people are doing well uh, on the other hand, and then you discover that it's something else. But uh, when I was with them yesterday, uh, we were of the view, in fact, we were positive that uh, uh, Smith will make it. Uh, but I think after 12, uh, in fact, around 11, the family was with him in the hospital and Prophet doctors had called the family and uh, to explain the situation that the situation was deteriorating and uh, I think some of the family members started to accept the fate that uh, uh, and started to anticipate that this might happen uh, but you always keep that positive spirit within you that now I still believe uh, uh, he will make it then after 12, and then we, we got a call then that uh, he gave up because around uh, 12 o'clock. And then this morning, we assembled the family again in the hospital with the news. Um, and, and they accepted. Uh, and they said, uh, we saw it, we were there, we spoke with him, we tried to, we tried everything as a family. And because I think... Uh, on Monday, we made sure that they come on the flight um, so that they can see him in the hospital and, and, and speak. So I was not responding and speak to him. Uh, we, we tried everything. The doctors tried everything. So at least the closure, the closure, the last hours, uh, he was with the family. And at the moment, um, what kind of assistance is Boxing SA then, or what kind of support is Boxing SA giving to the family of Smitha Buteliz? We are currently working with them uh, about the funeral arrangements. And uh, we gave them time to discuss uh, with the extended family and uh, and come back to us as Boxing SA uh, on what can be done. But already... Uh, Boxing SA together with the Cadet Department, in fact, we are already uh, uh, scheduled to meet tomorrow uh, to discuss on what can be done uh, to assist the family. We won't pronounce on that until we have concluded with the Cadet Department. Mm. Because remember, e Boxing and Cadet, and also uh, the Cadet Department plays a bigger role in uh, funding boxing. Uh, assisting candidate promoters mm. in relation to boxing development. So I think we'll pronounce at a later stage once we've concluded our meetings uh, that's with candidate development. Mm, and fair enough, CEO. And I know in the statement that you released uh, today um, to confirm the untimely passing of, of Smiso, you did say Boxing South Africa will conduct an independent medical review of the injury and make it public when it is completed. But from the preliminary reports that you have, what are the doctors saying? What What is the cause of Smiso Butelez's untimely death? I think for now, we'll, we, we, we'll just talk to what is in our statement. Uh, 
uh, because the doctors are saying uh, there is a case of uh, brain injury which led to internal bleeding and then to the issue of, co- of him collapsing uh, and, and then becoming uh, unconscious up until he gave up the cost. Um, we have also requested then the doctor uh, who was there on Sunday to give us the report. The report has been forwarded to our medical advisory committee. They are still studying the report. They will also request further information, uh, do interviews, and, and also do other, uh, as I said, other examination processes. And then it can only then we can uh, pronounce or we can uh, uh, publicize the outcome. Uh, yeah. And, and when do you think you can finalize your medical review and, and come back to the public? It is depend on, 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 on the cooperation uh, between our medical other community, the hospital, and, and the doctors that were involved in the process, and any other person who might be needed by the medical advisory committee. So uh, I wouldn't want to, uh, for now, to say, we are projecting that this process will be completed next week. Or let's just allow our medical advisory committee to, to do mm-hmm. their work. But I, I do promise that uh, nothing will be hidden. Mm-hmm. I think nothing will be hidden. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, Tavis, you know uh, that the boxing is highly regulated. If you, you follow through the boxing regulation, the boxing act, uh, I think it was projecting this kind of situation. That's why I was saying. Uh, that's why we, we, we always emphasize that the, the, the match must not start if there's no doctor, if there's no ambulance, and other things. Uh, you know, the, the way in, there are some medical checkups that are done, mm. which are our normal routine. All those things were done. But we're saying over and above, let's, let's go an extra mile and, and get experts to examine these things and see if there's anything uh, that uh, maybe. Uh, was not uh, attended to. Let's see what is there. So we're going to allow and afford that uh, medical advisory committee to do their work. Yes. And and we did hear that he was immediately rushed to hospital, but from that hospital he was taken to a second hospital. Are you able to confirm that and the reasons for that? No, I think he was just in one hospital. He was only in uh, one hospital. One hospital. Um, there was an attempt to say, let's, let's take him to another, but because of the condition, mm. he needed to improve first before he can be transferred, maybe for operation, and into another hospital. But he, he was not improving. Mm. He, was not, he was not responding, and then he was kept in that hospital, mm. hoping that as soon as he improves, then we transfer him to another hospital where maybe uh, another assistance, medical assistance can be mm. provided to him. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that clarity, C. Oh, let's just go to the lines quickly. Archie from Welcome. Good evening, sir. Abu Tamiso Kuya. Hey, tough, tough. We're trying under the tough circumstances. You're right. I, 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 I no more talk to you because uh, I am saying diabetes. Hmm. Are you are you completely blind now, Brachi? Almost, almost, almost. But mm. one eye is I mean he is blind totally. Okay, now hang in there, hang in there, Achi. What do you yes, want to okay. say today? No, what I was saying that now I heard this. I mean, this is death of this boxer. I want to join those who are saying, really, really, let's get on. But now, let's not give up. 
Okay, thanks for that. Okuki, yes. I mean, this is what happens. In fact, uh, fortunately, it is rare. It's rare, really. Mm. Then we, we, we are really, I mean, down. I mean, losing one boxer is losing one boxer too many. Okay, Archie. Thanks, thanks for that. Let's also go Thank to you. Madula in Tembisa. Uh, Madula, good evening. Good evening to you, Tabiso. I just want to take part on that because I have, it's not the first time that I'm seeing what happened over the weekend. Because you remember there was a boxer called Chira Molefe. That was, I think, in the 90s or something like that. Mm. And he was fighting with Brian Mitchell. He did the same thing and he died. Chira Molefe. That was the name, I remember. He, go, he went on a short of boxing in the ring, short of box and faced the referee. And then that was not, I mean, I, I, I wonder why, why, why do they say they want, they're still going to find out what happened? Because this is not the first that boxer who did that. They could have picked it up from Kira Molefe by then. Yes, I remember Bongani Makasela actually in commentary during yeah. that fight. He actually mentioned it and he said um, he remembered it happened either in the late 80s or early 90s. Kira Molefe. I think he had said it was against Richard Smith, though, Madula, if I remember correctly. So uh, thanks for that. Yes, uh, they did say that uh, people who were there at that time have seen it before. Colin in Cape Town, good evening. Hi, good evening, my friend. How are you? Fine, thanks in you, Colin. Do you know something? I'm very disappointed. Mm. It's um, boxing tonight. Why didn't you give us a clip of the best fight Buddha Lazy ever had? Winning a fight just to bring back memories. Like I've always said to you, not always said to you, I said to you months ago, please, when it comes to boxing, give us legends. So the only issue here, uh, Colin, is that he's only had four fights before this incident. And like you've been saying over the years, we don't see our boxers on TV and we don't see these tournaments. And unfortunately, I think this was probably one of his few fights that has been televised because he's only had four fights uh, so far. And we also have a very packed show today, tonight, because there are a lot of people that we want to speak to about this incident. And that's why we haven't been able to to to, uh, to address that. See, oh, before I let you go, a lot of people have been asking if this injury is common in boxing um from your experience um wh- what what can you say or if this if yeah no what, what i can say because we we had some discussions uh, we had some discussions uh, uh with the team last night uh uh for for me this is this was the first time uh seeing such a, an a, an incident of this nature of this nature i think one has to underline that uh but they they they, they were confirming that Certain things, uh, such things did happen in the past, but people will still go into the spirit and then come up and, and, and make it. Um, so we were hoping again that this would be the same, where Usmith will just be in the hospital for two days, three days, and then uh, come back. But unfortunately, it did not happen. It did not happen. Yes, and but I, what I can say, mm. what, what I can say that uh, if, whenever I think you remember. Um, you you only uh, w- w- when it comes to risk in any business, um, there are risks that are always there, and you put uh, mitigating factors in place, which in this case are our regulation are mitigating factors for such for such risk. But uh, over time, now and again, you have to keep on improving. Sometimes you improve 
when there has been an indication that there might be a potential of such uh, incidents, then you have to go back to your regulations and then amend mm. so that there can be more uh, tighter controls going forward. So I'm, I'm hoping that from this, as we get the outcome from the Medical Advisory Committee, mm. we will then take into account and see, because we are currently in a process of reviewing our regulations and see what can be done before the process of amending regulation can be finalized to ensure that we also take into account this mm. emerging risk that we just saw. Yeah. Okay, so oh, before we let you go, last week uh, we did the story where trainer Michael Sidiane attacked Jeff Makagane and he has apologized and there was going to be an investigation into that matter. Has that started? Has it been finalized? Uh, the board met on, on, in relation to that particular issue of Michael uh, on the 6th, it was on Monday, and uh, they have resolved on the matter. Uh, it has been communicated with Michael uh, uh, this morning. Uh, I'm sure that the PSA will issue out a statement, will issue out a statement uh, tomorrow morning, uh, just informing the are you not able to share to share with us what the investigation found and what's the outcome since you've communicated with the tra- with Michael? The disciplinary processes will will will, will start soon. Uh, the process will start soon, but there has been a decision taken by the board, uh, which has to do the suspension of his uh, license. Uh, that that was done in our meeting, and the, the letters sent to Michael okay. today. Yeah. So, also gonna issue a statement. Okay, so the license has been revoked and it's been suspended. Suspended, suspended, yes. Okay. Okay, so oh, let's leave it there then. We'll get more clarity in the statement. And we're going to come back with your voice notes and we'll also speak to the boxer who was in the opposite corner. Um, Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Hi, Tabiso. This is Joyce, TLB Boxing Promotions. Uh, we just want to say our condolences to the family. Uh, it's a sad day for the boxing fraternity. You know, I was taken aback to the day or the times of Brian Baronet. May the soul of the champion rest in peace. Uh, good evening, uh, Tabiso and your listeners. Uh, it's a sad news, uh, my brother. Uh, we boxing family serious kakum bikumswaka butelezi city ma mabam kululum fana yopumla gotolo no gutula so tralesim kumbula sayaze intela mfana bez miselenga yuman indini and besaze kobu so elizwini asaz miselu pega pambil na lom tlalu so tralesim tingalolongi kasa tabis Hola Tabiso, Nicholas in Cape Town. Hey, my man. Uh, it's very bad. It's very bad what happened to this young man. And above that, I think it's about time these young boxers uh, are being protected. Uh, how so? I think they must wear protection in their head, you know? Must, uh, their head must be protected while fighting. Yeah, because, uh, to be honest, today's generation is not strong like uh, 
the old generation. That is my take. Uh, my condolences to the family of the young man that, uh, that lost his life. Uh, yeah, it's painful. Tabiso. It's painful, it's painful, cool. Special. This man just graduated. Wow. Special when I saw that video you posted. Uh, after that fight, yo, yo, thanks, Travis. So, go spare him, team. Take over. Evening, Travis. So, this is Tapo from Bolivia. You know, I, I, I'm not feeling well. Um, I feel bad. Like I, I was, I'm, I'm one of those people who was, 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 were making. Uh, funny comments about the boxer when I saw the clip when he was uh, practically try looking for an opponent and couldn't find it. I was like I was making fun of it, and then I would like to apologize to the entire boxing fraternity and condolences to them and the rest of the family. I really feel bad. You know, I yeah, it's very bad. No, it is, it is, it is. And when we spoke to the trainer on Monday, um, um, he was telling us that, I mean, the family obviously is devastated at that time. Um, he was still in a coma in hospital and the family was now questioning why did he go and box having just graduated. Um, they were expecting a lot from him and this happened now his first fight after his graduation and they just can't understand um, that. And also, um, I mean, this story has received um, so much international attention. We saw it was in the New York Post. Um, it was f- covered by Fox Sport, Fox Sport Australia. Um, it was covered by ESPN, it was covered by TMZ and a lot of other um, international um, news outlets and you can tell just that, that everybody is, is is devastated, is shattered and the whole boxing community just um, is shocked by what has happened here. And we are now joined on the line by the trainer and by the way somebody made a reference to brian baronet and i know that's one of the stories that colin has asked us to cover here on the show and a few people have actually um, said that this reminds them of that incident of uh, brian baronet back in 1988 just a little bit before our time and um he was he, he was in a coma brian baronet from what we understand for three days after being knocked out by ken vice it was actually june also in 1988 but there were there the, the were talks then at the time that before um what happened in the boxing ring he had actually been involved in an accident uh, four years uh, four days earlier he was in an accident but he was past fit to go and take part in the fight and um and that was the fight that eventually led to the end of his time there brian baronet um so yeah maybe we'll bring back that story as we continue to educate everybody about just boxing and the history of boxing in south africa but let's speak to the trainer of the opponent um, who was in the corner the umelim kize uh, good evening mr mkize and thanks for speaking to us on safm tonight during this difficult time okay thanks you you're speaking to tabi so now um, Fe- firstly i mean how have you as the camp taken the news of smiso's passing yeah, you know, it's been very difficult. Uh, 
isn't uh, from the time going to the hospital we were shocked we were shocked we could not celebrate we could not do anything except just to pray you to abengono because he's a good fighter we saw a lot of potential in him so it's been it's been very devastating for us after hearing in our accent would you know uh he passed on it's been very like we've been uh talking to babu alex and kunu mm. he's been trying to like console us and i'm sure would we we not blame ourselves for 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 passing off mr television so it's been very difficult it's been very difficult especially for us himself mm. also he's not taking the news very well yeah yeah and have you been have you been blaming yourself since that incident and how do you look back at that fight uh it, it, it was a very good actually very entertaining fight uh you know the fight if 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 the fight went on to on point i'm sure maybe usmith would have won usmith could have walked as well it, 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 it could have gone away and uh because both of them gave it their all so we we feel like uh We, we we're very certain we're very certain by this we did all we could to win the fight but not to end in pilogaga kasmi so they were wearing a corner but he gonge said and the gulungulu and may his soul rest in peace and have you been able to to speak to his family would you like to have an opportunity to speak to his family No I haven't been able I only spoke to Mr. Gomezulu who is the trainer of Usmiso but I I haven't spoken to them after he passed on. Mm. So yeah I would, I would appreciate the opportunity yes. Okay and we also have on the line um the boxer um Uspesihle Mtungwa who was fighting against Miso Butelezi. Eh uh, Sihle good evening and thanks for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM when <coughs> Uzvanjani today how do you feel after the news that was was announced today that Smiso is no more Yeah and and during the fight Sihle uh, did you pick up anything wrong with him did you think that anything could have led to what has happened now I ngo wamina ay angibonanga ay kumthuse kakhulu engilokho engikubonile kodwa bengiyicela ukuthi ngagcine kuholele esimini esikanjena bengiyicela ukuthi nje into evele yenzeke nje noma imapha amabox kodwa masekunjena ay ngithuke kakhulu So when he started moving away from you and towards the referee and started just punching the air is that maybe apubone corner that there was something wrong Yeah, ilangbone khona but nakhona angibengitshele kanjani inkunzi ngoba awasithotha ukuthi uyawuma abahlampe because it was the last round engibesekusela ama second ama minishana mbali ukuthi pheli fight so awasithotha ukuthi uyawuma abahlampe mara why eflathele bhekale eskilu sakuqhube uyithubala so engathuka nalapha ukuthi kwenzekani nakhona ngiyaselebhetha urefeqa dimension ngiyaselebhetha only to find out angazi ukuthi kwenzekani but ngijabula because ifight yaphela ngingiwinile but i understand bengenaye idea of what's going on mm. 
And I know a lot of people have mentioned that you were celebrating, but like you're saying, at that stage, you had no idea of, wh- of what was going on. Yes, yes. Yes. And, and I know that you are the champion now and you were supposed to be given the belt, but you were not given the belt um, in the ring because of what has happened. How do you feel about that? Uh, I said, uh, you know, but just because you disrespect her, it's similar to see Kona Laperingini. I'm going to give you a little bit of 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 a little bit for those who are just joining us, we're speaking to the other boxer, Sihle Mdungwa, who says he was shocked by what had happened. He had no idea that there was something wrong with Smiso Butelezi, and he thought actually when he was punching the air, he thought he was warming up because the fight was close uh, to, to an end. And then when the ref ended the fight, he started celebrating because he was not still not aware of the seriousness of this, and he didn't think that it was that serious and would have led to the passing of Smiso Butelezi. And he understands why he was not given the belt. Uh, he thinks it was a fair decision for him not to be given the belt and is devastated by what has happened here. So, Sile Gunzima and and Gupsungu, now, do you think that, um, how do you see yourself dealing with this? Do you think that it's something that you can deal with, that you can cope with? Do you think that you will need professional help or is Indus Fanane counseling just to be able to deal with this? Government Mainly as the trainer, uh, maybe this is where you come in now. You can hear that Usitle is uh, struggling to cope uh, with this. He says that he can't eat, he can't sleep, and he regrets even taking the fight because you don't go into the fight um, um, trying to to end the life of somebody and uh, he's basically blaming himself for this now. As the trainer now, what kind of assistance or what kind of help do you think he should be receiving now because he's not dealing well with this news? Uh, Meli, are you there? Yes, yes I'm here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I think you need the support you can get, especially from uh, people who've seen something like this before, because I think our generation, we've never really experienced something like this. So it was shocking. And uh, so much so for him, that was in the ring with the guy. So it, he needs all the help that he can get. I'm also trying to counsel him. I've been telling him, like, stay strong and... Uh, to look forward to the future, even though we don't know what will happen in the future, because he might decide he's stopping boxing because of this is for him. So we hope that he doesn't come to that. So with the help of people surrounding him and maybe professional help that could be facilitated, I think in am seven very better. I was in charge of him. Because like we didn't really think which I'm saying that we see effect in any after when they get the assassin on it. So we thought he was gonna come back because all the information we were getting is that he's in an induced coma. So mm-hmm. we believed it would okay, it's just an induced coma 
Therefore, maybe they're trying to monitor the bleeding or they're trying to monitor whatever, and then they will try to get him back to wake and hours which are up in class. And uh, for those who are listening, if you have any messages of support or comments for Usitlem Tunga, you're welcome to send us your voice notes, 061-4104-107. You can hear the young man is struggling uh, to deal with this and is regretting taking the fight. And obviously, nobody would have foreseen this happening. So if you have any words of encouragement or support for him, please send us your voice notes, 061-4104-107, or call us on 011-714-2006. Meli, what can you tell the listeners about, ooh, about your boxer here? Because a lot of people are probably hearing about him now during this incident. But what can you give us about his background and his and his boxing journey? Uh, okay, especially uh, when Usi uh, is a he's a hard worker. He's a very dedicated boxer. Uh, he's been under U Babo Alex Mkuno, who's the father of Utabi uh, Mkuno, who is well known mm. in boxing. So he's been training under U Baba Mkuno for quite some time. Uh, so up until now, this is my first fight with him because he approached me. Uh, we do Andy Lemtunga that they need me to assist them. So I spoke to Ubabo Alex Lemtunga and he said, no, go for it, boy, and I believe in you. So take them since he, you know, he had some issues that he had to deal with. So I've been training there. He's a hard worker. He's a very dedicated boxer. He trains hard. So coming to this fight, we knew that he, we're facing a, a tough opponent and also he did give a good account of himself in the ring as everyone could see that he was really pushing to the limit so we were prepared for everything that came uh has got a bright future in box he he listened he he's got a good job he did everything to win the fight but it's so sad now that this had to happen like this because uh will only remember of the bad thing that happened, which is mm. the passing of Usmith or so. It's something that is very difficult for for all of us. It's something we wish to forget yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. And I'm sure what's also difficult for you as a trainer is some of the allegations or the comments that have been made since this incident happened with certain people suggesting that there was Muti involved. I mean, as the camp, how do you feel about this? It, it is very disturbing. It's very disturbing. But then all, all people are entitled to their own opinions, to their own beliefs. But uh, for us that we were there, and for us in the camp, we, we, we are prayer. We are prayer warriors. So we, we don't really believe in Omoti. Yes, Singamazulu, Wabatala. So it never came, it never crossed our minds that we should maybe consult into using Umuti for a fight. We could not, we could not even imagine that. So it, it's very disturbing to, to read on social media about it that are such as show Abantu, but Abantu Babona Ngenja, Babona Ngayo, Babona Zabo, of which maybe at the end of the day, I, I feel like maybe it's important for maybe BSA and maybe for medical doctors by treating Mr. Butele just to give a report on what really uh, transpired to his uh, untimely death so that maybe people can get a clear understanding as to, okay, it, it does happen in boxing. It's said that it happens to one of us, but it does happen that maybe Umuntu uh, would... Uh, 
get into a fight and then maybe at the end of the day uh, mm-hmm. I remember one story of uh, um, I think it was in soccer in Australia uh, a soccer player was hit by the big baller like a spoon and then after that he died so it, it, things like this do happen so it's very disturbing to, to read and comment but maybe at the end of the day or maybe sometime maybe we'll no longer be here people will understand that it's something that is there in the boxing sport it's, especially in the contact sport people suffer from concussion even in rugby we see it, we see it all the time so it, it's very unfortunate that it has to happen in boxing in a match Involving Ustasis and Osmiso, and then Abafana Basilanai Boabidi, Usbiso, Bright Future, a graduate. I can't feel what the family is going through. Okay, that's the trainer of Sitlem Tungwa, Melim Kiza. Before we wrap up with Sitlem, let's just play a voice note to two, Patrick. Yeah, good evening, SAFM is Mandilaki in Deep Slot. Tabiso, you would know very well, uh, there was a case of a guy by Philip Hughes, um, a, a, a cricketer from Australia, Washaway, Bola, Ekanda. I'm sure Umundoye Bola Naye, Waeza, Ushung, Ufana, Nalo, Uzua, Uspe. Got a lesson to Zenzega with sport. I hope Boxing South Africa will do everything to help uh, the boxer that is left in that situation. Okay, thanks for that. Um, Sile, as we wrap up now, do you see yourself boxing again? Do you want to continue with the sport? Hey, oh, oh, man. Hey. Yes, I'm sure I'm sure you've had some people making allegations of Umuti being used in this fight. When how do you feel when people make this make these stories or or, or, or talk about these things, these allegations? Yes, So yes, Samazulu. Okay, let's play the last voice note.
Good evening. Hey, hello, say, hey, Mr. Tavis, I just want to check something in terms of medical uh, test or medical uh, fitness which is conducted. Are they is it adequate enough? Maybe the boxing industry to look into this to ensure that the uh, boxers are fit enough in terms of their health so that this doesn't happen again into the guy there in the studio boxer. But you be strong and Okay, thanks for that. I hope you're encouraged by the messages of support, Sitle, uh, from the listeners. Yes, Okay, stay strong, champ. Okay, specifically Mtungwa there, who is actually now the new WBF All-Africa lightweight uh, champion after that fight. Okay, we'll take a quick break and we're going to wrap up by speaking to a medical doctor. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, let's give the last word to the former chairperson of Boxing South Africa, veteran boxing administrator and a medical doctor, Dr. Pitangatane. Dr. Pitangatane, um, thanks for speaking to us uh, tonight. I mean, what was going through your mind when you saw this incident and a lot... And Okay, we're going to get, uh, we've lost Dr. Pitangatane, we'll get him back on the line. By the way, um, I think counselling is important here because some of you might remember that last year we spoke to Mulelo Potile and he was still in shock. I mean, he was, he he still has not recovered from what happened um, against Paul Engel in a fight 20 years ago. Paul Engel was left brain damaged and in a wheelchair uh, after a fight with Mulelo Potile and Potile told us that he has not even uh, received counselling since then and he can't sleep at night and even when he went back to the gym when he started boxing he would see um, visions of Paul Engel um, on, on the back that he was punching and he's just never been the same with that. But we'll give the last word to Dr. Pitangatane. Dr. Pitangatane, thanks for being able to speak to us. What was your reaction when this w- when this happened? And a lot of people are asking what could have led to this. Well, uh, uh, firstly, condolences to the family, Mishimanuna. Uh, you know, when you lose a, a boxer, it's uh, one too many. Uh, the first reaction when you saw that on TV because I was not at the fight, I just saw it. Uh, it looked a bit bizarre that uh, someone can, uh, especially if it's someone who's been winning the fight because he just dropped uh, uh, his opponent and he turned and, uh, and that's what happened. Now, um, in subsequent uh, inquiries, I found that he had been sent to hospital um and that's why I found that he, he was not well now um the final diagnosis i think uh, shall be we sh- uh, we shall get it when we uh, maybe have a report yeah, yeah post mortem but it was quite a bizarre thing you know the brain is is a, is a funny thing that it is so uh, uh it can be x to many things and reacting a different but this is the first time that i see uh, this happen in the room we sometimes have when boxers are injured maybe this happens in the dressing room or when they get home that we, uh, they start acting strangely and think that's when we find that uh, when you send them that they, they've had a, a, a brain a, a problem now on this one it was quite a, a, a bizarre because 
it just happened right in, in the ring. You know? Yes. And and what kind of medical checkups do boxers go through before fights to make sure that they're healthy, Dr. Ngatan? And how rigorous are the checkups before the fights, especially here at home? Well, the, 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 the checkups are, are, are rigorous. Uh, anyway, it depends also on the on the proficiency of, of, of the doctors and things like that because the, 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 the way things are being done in terms of examination of boxers is actually check on the neurological aspects of uh, of the boxer and, 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 and then be able to, to do that. Now, the problem is that some of the injuries or some of the uh, issues, says Tavisa, it's not easy to pick them up even on an examination. Let's take, for instance, if someone's got... Uh, uh, have had a, um, a, a big uh, uh, injury uh, without disclosing, and then it becomes exacerbated by by the fight uh, or, or something like that. We've had such situations where someone later, when we make investigation, that we find that someone had fallen from a, a step ladder or was at work and didn't disclose uh, because probably they are afraid that the fight is going to be cancelled or someone uh, uh, gets assaulted on, uh, you know, some, so those things do happen. Uh, so uh, um, uh, most of the time, when uh, we, which has been found in, uh, you know, that has been found in the, in the, in the investigations of uh, injuries in, in boxing, you, you found that most of the injuries happen outside the, 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 the ring uh, or outside in the gymnasium where there's hot sparring or, or uh, you know, very tremendous uh, 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 knocks on the head, and then they come into the ring, and then when they come into the ring, that that's when the the, the, the matter comes to light. Uh, I mean, the injury comes to light, whereas the initial uh, assault or insult to the brain happens outside the ring. I will have to pack it there just because of time, but I think we'll continue this discussion, especially educating people about the medical checkups and what happens in boxing, uh, also the dangers associated with injuries, and all. there's been all kind of aspersions also saying that Muti has been involved, and I think it's important to have a voice like yours uh, to give it more time and just to talk about these issues and to educate uh, yes, people also. Thank you, Tate, because those are the ways that they've been, when things that have been going around in that day, this man, Bamitagati, that's why he was behaving in that manner and so on and so on. I think uh, let's, let's say uh, I'll wait for the postmortem and then mm. maybe if allowed, we'll discuss it and see what happens. Okay, thank you, Dr. Ngatane, for being able to take our call tonight on SAFM. Former chairperson of the Board of Boxing South Africa, a medical doctor himself, and well-renowned and respected, of course, administrator. On that sad note, that's where we're going to have to leave it for now. And once again, our condolences to the family, uh, to the friends, to the camp of Simiso Butelezi. We'll leave it here for now. News is next.